The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast. A recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The families of seven black men who were executed in 1951 are scheduled to meet with Governor Ralph Northam today to discuss a posthumous pardon. The men, known as the Martinsville Seven, were convicted for the rape of a white woman in Martinsville. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, the pardon request does not argue innocence. It instead questions the fairness of the legal system and the use of execution for seven men in a single assault. At the time, predominantly black men were sentenced to death in rape cases, not white men. Capital punishment was abolished in Virginia this past March in part because of racial disparity in its use. Republican Glenn Youngkin proposed a series of tax cuts in a campaign announcement yesterday. He says the plans won't cause any cuts in state services if he's elected governor. But as Ben Pavier reports, it's not clear how he'll pay for it. Youngkin wants to suspend a gas tax increase for 12 months, eliminate the state's grocery tax, and double the standard deduction for a year. And there's more. We will in fact require a vote before homeowners' taxes are ever increased again. Youngkin's campaign says Virginia's budget surplus and strong future growth will cover any lost revenue. Democrat Terry McAuliffe has also proposed dipping into the money to help pay for $2 billion in new investments in education. But there's a problem. The surplus is already spoken for. Secretary of Finance Joe Flores delivered the news to lawmakers earlier this month. All of that has been allocated. All of it. The $2.6 billion. That's because Virginia's constitution and state laws require surpluses to go towards certain areas, like reserves or transportation projects. With the House of Delegates up for grabs this November, both candidates may have to be open to compromise on all of their plans. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Yesterday, Senator Tim Kaine visited Afghans who recently arrived at Fort Lee, many of whom are families with young children. He told reporters that although the situation overseas is heartbreaking, he's excited to welcome America's new residents. I wish the entire American public could also see the scenes that I just saw. After the withdrawal deadline on August 31st, Kane sees America's role in Afghanistan as a diplomatic one. He said he wouldn't rule out the possibility of smaller military actions to evacuate more people or strike ISIS-K, but added negotiations with the Taliban would be civil. The competition to hire school bus drivers in the region just got turned up a notch. Chesterfield County Public Schools announced yesterday that new and existing bus drivers will see an increase in pay and incentives. Ian Stewart reports. Within a week of Henrico County Public Schools announcing they will offer hiring bonuses, Chesterfield County Public Schools upped the ante by increasing the hourly wage for new and existing bus drivers. We know this is a national issue, but we cannot just sit back and say, you know, everyone's having the same problem. That's Chesterfield School Superintendent Merv Doherty. He says with help from the county, the district is increasing pay from just over $17 to over $20 an hour. Current drivers will be eligible for bonuses starting in December. So when 
you think about the bonus and the salary increase, it's over a $7,500 increase in salary pay for our bus drivers. Earlier this month, the district was short 100 drivers, but since then, 33 have been hired and should hit the roads in about three weeks. Ian Stewart, VPM News. The Virginia Department of Environmental Quality is soliciting public comments on a draft permit for the Mountain Valley Pipeline project. The permit would allow the pipeline to be built through streams and wetlands. According to the Roanoke Times, the decision could impact surface water in nearly 430 locations throughout the pipeline's path. Two public hearings will be held in late September, one in Rocky Mount and the other in Radford. The deadline to submit written comments is October 27th. The State Water Control Board is expected to make a final decision on the draft permit in December. More people, including young children in Virginia, are being hospitalized for ingesting marijuana edibles. As Whitney Evans reports, the number was on the rise before the state legalized possession last month. The Virginia Poison Center says it received 13 calls about people accidentally ingesting edibles in 2019, 35 in 2020, and 78 so far in 2021. And the Virginia Department of Health says 43 of those calls this year were for children between the ages of 0 and 4. Dr. Sam Wang is a pediatric emergency medicine and toxicology specialist in Colorado. After marijuana was legalized there in 2012, he says kids started coming into the ER sick from eating edibles. We've, we've had kids actually on ventilators a few years ago because they got so sick. And we haven't had those cases recently. And I think some of that is attributed to public knowledge and education, but also I think some of these packaging regulations and dose limitations. Colorado has since banned gummies in the shape of fruit, people and animals, and requires all packaging to display the universal symbol for THC products. Virginia will have many of the same regulations in place once marijuana is available to purchase in the state. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Virginians who want to help Afghan evacuees arriving in the state are encouraged to call 211. That's according to guidance from the Virginia Department of Emergency Management. The guidance, released late last week, recommends people give financial donations to resettlement organizations who can get supplies to evacuees. VDEM says when you call 211, trained professionals can provide information on trusted partners to take donations. 211 Virginia is a service of the Department of Social Services and various community partners. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Monday, August 30th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. I'm Speech Thomas from the hip-hop crew Arrested Development. On the new VPM podcast, Track Change, I take you behind the walls of Richmond City Jail, where I help four men record an album and hear how they're trying to break free from a cycle of addiction and incarceration. Been so long since I've been free. Subscribe to Track Change in your podcast app.